Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome to episode nine of the Bagels and Lots podcast with David Santola. My name is Chase Fedorsky. Full disclosure, this is our second time starting over recording. Uh, we fucked up on GarageBand. We were giving it a go on voice memos. Uh, but this is the beauty of live podcasting. You know, we had a good shtick going before. We're going to try to replicate as much as we had from the last one as possible. Uh, but alas, this is what live media is all about, even though a podcast is inherently not live. Yeah, um, we were crushing it before. So, you know, if, if this is bad, just imagine how great it was going to be a minute ago. For everybody who's curious, this is our first ever um, drunk Friday night podcast. We've got a couple drinks in us. The boys are in the other room. Um, you know, they're going to pop in. They're going to do some shticks. But first, we're going we're gonna to we're gonna give you the normal content. We're going to talk gambling. We're going to talk picks. And then maybe we'll get some special guests. That's a good point by Dave, and uh, I alluded to that when we tried to record this the first time. So, you know, I, I've been recording podcasts or radio shows in one way or another for about seven years now, and, uh, you know, I've definitely been stoned for them before, including this podcast. I'd be lying if, you know, the first show we recorded, I was on another fucking planet, so hopefully you enjoyed week one. Uh, I've definitely had some tobacco products in me, so most recently is this week's Underdog Sports Baseball show, uh, but I often don't drink, so uh, this is new for me, and if I have to get up in the middle to pee, um, thanks a lot, Dad, for giving me a shitty bladder. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, I mean, this is going to be a really fun show. Uh, quick recap of last week. Um, it was shit. I went 1-4 and four again. Uh, my record's down to 16-24. and 24. It's getting really sad. Um, but, you know, other than that, life's uh, all, all good with me. Um, I'm going to spare everybody who's listening and Chase running through my four losses and one lone win. I did lose all of my non-football picks, um, so I'm going to stick to football this week. But, Chase, I don't, what's your uh, weekly recap? So I was 2-3, and three, but before we get to the recap, I do have to give a shout-out for our new unofficial sponsor, Break Bar. Uh, I went... Last week, I had friends from school in town. It's very rare that this occurs to me. And you're looking at me in amazement right now because I really am trying to replicate almost exactly what we said the last time we were crushing it. This just shows how ridiculous my brain is in terms of... Uh, I stand by it. If I focus as much as random shit as possible, as much as I do on random shit as school, fuck Jay Schaefer. I would have been the one going to Harvard. Agree. That's a separate conversation, though. And Agreed. you know what? I'm glad that my brain works the way it does because... I hate my. I only hate myself a little bit less than Jay, but still less nonetheless. A lot of word less there. Anyway, though, Break Bar, new unofficial sponsor of the podcast. So I had some buddies from school in town, and it was my buddy Jason's birthday, and he's like, dude, we got to go to this bar, Break Bar. I'm like, awesome. So you go into this bar. You know, the one major downside is that it's on, I think it was on like 29th and 9th. So like, it's out there. I thought it was in Brooklyn. There's a Manhattan one? There's a Manhattan one. Oh, oh I was shit. not... Look, as much as I love to break shit, I wasn't going all the way to Brooklyn to break shit. You break the, sh- the wrong shit in Brooklyn, you get shot. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed, agreed. Don't want to get shot. I can take verbal abuse, but I can take a punch. Bullet's going to beat me 10 out of 10 times. I digress, though. So you go to this bar, and for nine bucks, you get like a good stone IPA and a glass, and then the whole premise of the bar is you sign a waiver, and you go into this break room where you basically throw your glass at a target. So it gives you an incentive to drink a couple of drinks. As you said before, yes, I was doing my little shitty sidearm crow hop. My arm was never that great. It's really gone to shit since. If you're on Instagram and you follow me, I mean, you can see it. The, the giddy up is, was never very giddy uppy, but now it's even worse. But 
Break Bar, 10 out of 10 would recommend. I mean, it literally allow, it allows you and encourages you to drink and then smash them up after, which in my mind is the best wor- best of both worlds because I don't know about you, but when I'm drunk, I want to break shit. And this place not only allows it, it is baked into the price. I've been doing this for years. The problem is they don't usually let me do it a second time. So I'm all in. Bagels and Locks podcast sponsored by Break Bar. Unofficially, of course. Um, last week's recap. So I went two and three. NFL savaged me. Cowboys minus two and a half. Vikings, that was a win. I said that they were going to win. Dak or no Dak. Cooper Rush led them to a 2016 victory. Titans minus one at Colts. King, King Henry went down. Uh, but Carson Wentz did some schoolyard bullshit in the end zone, so he bailed me out there. Kentucky minus one and a half at Mississippi State and Ole Miss plus 120 at Auburn. Those were both losses. The other team was uh, one outright. Bad beat of the year. I'm on the record declaring this. SMU at Houston. I had SMU. They were the favorite going into the game. They tied it up with 30 seconds left. And on the ensuing kickoff as SMU was hopefully set, waiting to send it to overtime, uh, Houston took it back 100 yards for the game-winning touchdown. I don't know how else other than a 100-yard kickoff return. I don't, to me, there's no worse bad beat than that. Agreed. That's the uh, the, the runaway favorite. I take today. that back. Not the worst bad beat. That would be um, if the game is tied. Just thought of this. We did not include this before, so you're getting some good bonus content here. The game is tied, and you the other team blocks the extra point and takes it back for the win. Are we just is this hypothetical? We're just talking about hypothetically the worst. Beat I to you me could that's imagine? the worst beat I could imagine. If your team ties it at 37, and all they have to do is kick the extra point to win. And the other team blocks the extra point and takes it back the other way and wins. I mean, we're talking hypotheticals. We can talk about, you know, the guys on the foul line who get shot and you lose. Yeah. Okay, well, mine's a realistic hypothetical. If you see a guy on the foul line get shot, you let me know because I have never seen that. Today's NBA, anything could happen. It's true. A lot of craziness out there. Uh, so I'll go right into my picks. I got uh, three college, two NFL this week. The three college I actually have in a parlay. And I will start with a team near and dear to Dave's heart. Wake plus two and a half at UNC is a battle of the Sams. Sam Howell versus Sam Hartman. Wake's number eight in the country in the first CFP ranking, undefeated UNC, as Dave has learned the hard way for betting on them. Very topsy-turvy this year. I get why UNC is favored at home. I, you said it before when we were going to dinner. You know, they're just betting on the fact that Wake isn't going to go undefeated. This has no implication on the ACC title race. This is a non-conference game, even though they play 40 minutes away from one another. Look, this this game I think is going to set the ACC record for scoring, but this Deacons team under Sam Hartman has been fun. Dave Clawson, I think, is building something. Did I get that name right that time? Dave yes, Clawson. sir. Building something special, I think, in Winston-Salem. Uh, I think it's going to be close, but if you can give me the number eight team in the country with points in a big rivalry game, roll Deacons as they keep hopefully heading towards the college football playoff. Rooting for you, Dave. No, look, I mean – UNC is the best team we've played all year. I'm, I'm man enough to admit it. Uh, competition has been a, a little bit... It's not that we haven't played anyone. It's just that we haven't played anybody that's really ab- above, you know, the really cream of the crop above average in the ACC. I don't think UNC is that, but they're a little closer than uh, the Virginias and the Louisvilles and the Syracuses that we've played. Um, There's look, a reason UNC was number 10 in the country coming into the year. No, Were they overhyped? Yes, but... You don't just become number 10 on complete smoke and mirrors. But Wake Forest is better than them in every statistical category with in every advanced metric. Um, we, we've, we've played better defense. Um, defense has been a little banged up the last couple weeks, which is why we gave up 56 points to Army. Um, I mean, at least in my opinion. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think I'm taking the over on this, chasing another number. 
I don't offhand, but like I said, I think it's going to set the ACC scoring record, so I'm all up for the over. Yeah. These teams, can, I think this is going to be the classic whoever gets the ball last wins. Yeah. The number 77. I disagree. I think we're going to play good defense. I, I think we beat them by two or three scores. If I didn't have a no-wake betting uh, rule, I'd be betting them all the way. This line stinks to high heaven. I'm, I'm riding with you. All right. First pick of the week. Who you got? I got Auburn plus four and a half at A&M. Um, Auburn's 13, A&M's 14, and it feels like a fraudy 14 to me. They're 14 strictly to build Bama's resume. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, I mean, they're they're getting a lot of juice out of that one Bama win uh, for a Bama team that, frankly, I don't even think is all that great. So, um, you know, and and I've gotten beat by Auburn a couple times this year. Um, I've been on the wrong side of that bet every week, and I never pick Auburn. So a little bit of redemption hopefully this week. So I was on the wrong side of the bet last week. I thought Kiffin and Matt Coral were going to go into Auburn and win. Yep. Um, and I said last week, Bo Nix is not a big game player, but he's really risen to the occasion this year as a senior. Uh, you said it was plus four and a half? Yep, four and a half. Yeah, I like Auburn there. Uh, I think Bo Nix delivers. And uh, look, that Iron Bowl game could have a lot of implications towards the SEC title race between Auburn and Alabama last week if what we think happens happens. So I like Auburn there. I agree with the pick. Uh, my second college football pick Game near and dear to my brother's heart. Um, so I've never done this before. Can I recommend a pick, but then within the pick, like, chop it down? You can do whatever you want. Okay. So the line is Ohio State minus 14.5 at Nebraska, minus 110. I, in real life, chop this down to Ohio State minus 14, minus 120. Interesting. That was my pick. okay. So I'm going to recommend. Minus 120 is still for a favorite, not terrible odds. So I'm going to say chop it down to Ohio State minus 14. I know Nebraska this year has been that team that is close but no cigar. But Ohio State, since they lost to Oregon, they've been on the, hey, let's make the playoff run. They were number six, five or six in the initial rankings. What was Cincy? I think Cincy was six. Ohio State was five. Sounds right. Oregon's four. Oregon's got the head-to-head one. So Ohio State knows. I mean, look, Ohio State beats Michigan State and Michigan at the end. They're going to be in the playoff when all is said and done. But C.J. Stroud and this offense has been rolling. I, I think the Scott Frost era is rapidly approaching to an end in Nebraska. And this just seems like a game where, you know, style points matter for the playoffs. Nebraska knows they're nearing the end. And uh, I just think Ohio State's going to go out and kick the shit out of them. I, I wish I had better analysis, but this is just one of these go with my gut. This is the eye test game. What you do here? You bought points? I bought a half a point. Ohio State minus 14, minus 120. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State's obviously not going to lose this game. Um, that said, if you need to take it at minus 14 and a half, take it. No, I mean, I, I think I'm with you. Um, they're not afraid of Nebraska. They're going to kick the shit out of them. Where is this game? It's in Nebraska? It's in Lincoln. But, like, we've seen care. with Scott Frost, it means nothing. No, I mean, it's just a question of whether you think Nebraska is going to backdoor. Um, I personally don't. I like this. You know, anytime it spreads over over two or three scores, it gets a little scary. Um, but I have no, no major objection to this pick. Um, my next one, I'm staying in the Big Ten. Um, taking Michigan State minus three at Purdue. So that's pick number three for me. So you give your analysis, then I'll hop on. Yeah, this line just stinks. It looks wrong. It's one of those lines where you look at it, and then you look at it again, and then you look at it again, and you're like, what the fuck? Why, do, why is this like this? It doesn't make sense. So when that happens, either there's something you don't know or there's something everybody else doesn't know that you're seeing. Uh, hopefully it's latter, but um, felt like I had to pick it. So I'll preface by saying, on some level, I get this line. 
Um, Purdue, I mean, Purdue beat number two Iowa earlier in the year. They beat Ohio State a couple years ago. I mean, if there's a team that thrives um, being unranked and beating top five teams in the Big Ten, it is Purdue. And I get it. The screams let down game for Michigan State. They came back and beat Michigan last week. Kenneth Walker, to me, your former boy. Mm. I mean, imagine that offense. I mean, your offense is already incredible, but imagine if you had fucking Kenneth Walker, too. The we pre- did. We had him last year. So, I mean, Kenneth Walker had five touchdowns against Michigan. Uh, I took Michigan State last week, not on the podcast, but in real life. I get it. Coming off a huge win, it's a letdown. I just think Mel Tucker's a good coach, and this is the team that I think is equipped to avoid the trap game because they run the ball, they play hard defense, uh, they're good at all three phases in offense, and I think it'll be close, but at minus three, I'm with you. I'm very comfortable with the Spartans. Uh, so all that said, I'll throw it back to you for your third pick. Yeah, I mean, my, my only point is that trap games are for good teams. Well, trap games are for when you're playing a sneaky good team, and I think Purdue sucks. So I think Michigan State can play as shitty as they want, you know, they can they can turn the ball over. We're also seeing that Iowa win. Like at the time it was great. They've lost since. I mean Iowa's offense is fucking atrocious. Yeah, they can't score at all. Um, which which makes it easy to pull off an upset, right? Because you just gotta get a couple scores and, and you can beat them. Um so I, I don't know. I I don't think the trap game happens against Purdue even if even if Michigan State plays poorly and the line is so tight that uh, you, you got a lot of breathing room here. So um, next pick and Chase, I think we should do a little lightning round here, so we got a lot of a lot of time for our guests. Sure. Um, so I'm going to rattle one off. You tell me immediately if you think it's good or it's shit, yep. and then you do the same. Uh, maybe we do this back and forth twice, and then last round we'll we'll do a little bit more analysis. All right, I only have you have one more pick than me. Don't forget. Oh, true, true. Okay, so I'll do one. You do one. I'll do one, and then we'll get some uh, maybe some guests, and then we'll do a pick at the end. Sure. Um, all right. So my next pick, I got the Falcons plus six at New Orleans. Um, this is a total bet against Taysom Hill pick. He's um, not even starting. Uh, Trevor Simeon is. Oh, they're going to start Simeon. Even Taysom better. Hill's brain is not functioning properly at the moment. No kidding. He's concussed? Oh, he's Mormon. Right. All Mormons are naturally uh, concussed. Um, I didn't even know that. Okay, so clearly I haven't researched my picks well enough. Um, maybe I picked this one on the way over with a couple drinks in. Maybe I didn't uh, for you to decide. But... I mean, with Simeon, and they're getting six points, it feels like... Well, have you factored in Calvin Ridley not playing as well for Atlanta? Who cares? He hasn't played in weeks, right? He hasn't played in two weeks? Just being devil's advocate. And and the Falcons suck. I get it. I get it. I get it. The Saints are good. They're a solid football team. The Falcons looked okay the past couple weeks. The Falcons are not good. Um, I didn't say they looked good, but they realized Kyle Pitt's good at football, throwing the goddamn ball. Look, I mean... The schedule's been great the last few weeks. They've, they've kept it close with a lot of bad teams. Carolina, Miami, the Jets, the Redskins. I see no reason why they won't do that against the Saints with Trevor Simeon. So six points, I'll, I'll take it all day long. I'm not yeah. taking the money line, but I'll take it. Yeah, points. this game's a crapshoot to me, so I'll agree. Give me the points. Uh, I got two NFL games, the first of which is going to be Patri- uh, Patriots minus three and a half at the Panthers. Passive look good of late. Mac Jones is avoiding the turnovers. And uh, at the end of the day, if you're going to give me Bill Belichick against P.J. Walker or Sam Darnold, I will take that shit all day. Mm, game on. I took Carolina plus three and a half. Okay. I'm riding this this trade. This Not trade. I'm riding my new theme. I talked for weeks about how bad the Broncos were, and I bet against them for weeks. I made a lot of money. Hopefully the same is true for the Patriots because I think they suck. Um, so I'm taking Carolina here. I like that they're getting points at home. I don't think they're that much better than the Pats. 
So yeah, that, that's that's mine. Sorry, the lightning round didn't really happen. All right, but we're at four picks apiece now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so my last pick is going to be Chargers minus one and a half at the Eagles. I know the Chargers last week did not look great. Uh, I forget, who did they lose to last week? Bad loss to the Patriots. Bad loss to the Patriots. Bad loss to the Patriots. Um, but ultimately, this comes down to, for me, I, I just don't think the Eagles are very good. I know they won last week against Detroit, but Jalen Hurts, to me, is not a great quarterback. This one, to me, is don't overthink it. The Chargers' offense is spectacular. I like them in a big bounce back this week. Uh, again, under a field goal. I like Chargers minus one half against the Eagles. Uh, Dave, your last pick of the week before we have some breaking news on the podcast. Ooh, okay. Um, last pick of the week, I'm taking Arizona plus two and a half at San Francisco. Um, now I think, you know, a week ago they were talking about best team in the league, and all of a sudden they're getting points against the San Francisco team that's maybe okay. Seems like a home run to me. Steve, so our first guest uh, ever on the podcast, Steve Jungaro, long-time listener, first-time uh, guest. Steve, at first I couldn't tell if you were um, smoking something or you were just so caught up in this trade, but it looks like you were just so caught up in the trade. Uh, so if you want to introduce yourself to the listeners uh, and then tell us breaking news, trade in the Livingston Fantasy Football League. Mm. All right, yeah, so I'll start off by saying that, hey, guys, I'm Steve, um, you know, Friend from back home, longtime friend. Uh, so I want to start off though by saying that that last pick that uh, Dave had there with the uh, Arizona minus two and a half, plus San, two and a half, plus, plus two, and two and a half. half at San Francisco, biggest rat line I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never seen more of a trap. It's clearly San Francisco money line. Um, San Francisco minus two and a half money line every which way across the board. Yeah, breaking news is that uh, the trade just went through. It, it, you know, it hasn't been accepted yet, but it's lingering, and I, I have him teetering. I, I'm tickling his balls right now. Who are you? I'm who? sitting on James Conner, Chris Godwin, and Darnis Johnson for Josh Jacobs in Hollywood. Who's oh, this trade with? Gross. With Adam. This, by the yes, way, sir. you are getting Jacobs in Hollywood, or yes, sir. Keep talking. Let me go get the other party involved here. For all our listeners. For all hold our on, listeners, I don't want this, him. We'll swap you guys out after we get your announcement. This I don't is, want him involved. <laughs> this is wrong on so many levels. So, couple drinks in. It's Friday night. It's ten o'clock p.m. And our friend Steve here, couple I'm drinks not in, let this finds the drunkest girl in the room, I'm and he spikes her punch. There's with a reason the he's going to be a great lawyer. I'm yes. not going to let this trade be. Trounced by this podcast. That's a terrible hey, deal. Hey, send in, uh, send in Peter Kane. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, Man, what a terrible fucking trade. What a terrible deal. That's so messed up. But we you all go but out you drinking and But here's my thing. Here's my thing for me. So my team is bad. I am the first one to admit we're bad. It was. It's my first truly bad year since I've rejoined the league, candidly speaking. Uh, I've never you been... Leave? You left? I like, took the one-year sabbatical. Um, this is my first bad year where I'm going to be in sack of contention. So for me, if it makes Adam's team worse, that means I can you know probably beat him head-to-head in the sacko. So that makes me happy. Uh, we got one more very special guest, and normally we talk sports here, but you know this guy, not the biggest sports guy, but m- when you talk about just life knowledge and life experiences, it doesn't get better than this. Um, and and we'll, the current betting odds for him to be 
the new president of his homeowners association in Hoboken. Uh, he's currently the favorite at minus 125. He told me he greased the maintenance crew earlier at dinner. Um, not while we were at dinner, but he's already greased them. Uh, and everyone knows when you're going for the homeowners association, everyone knows the maintenance men. They're the ones who have the pulse and the heart of the entire community. Uh, I would say long-time listener, but I can guarantee as to listen to this once. I'm not sure he even knows what this podcast is about, but Peter Kane, notwithstanding, glad to have you on here, bud. <laughs> Pleasure to be here, boys. So, Pete, tell us a little bit about this race for the Homeowners Association. Uh, who's the current competition, and what do we have to do to take them out? Uh, to be totally honest with you, I'm not fully sure. All I do know is they imposed a mandate on our building that you have to this wear is crazy meanwhile we're telling pete to be loud this is the first time <laughs> in his life we're ever telling him to be louder yeah um so either way i, I recently bought a condo for myself and uh i feel i feel a bit for any, taken for anyone there who's working for the government pete used to fight fires now he fights the mortgage crises yeah. this is what happens when you decide to go out on your own you can get your own condo in hoboken <laughs> so uh they after i moved in and bought the unit and closed on the unit they said I have to wear a mask at all times in the building, and I no, I, I said no. I Pete, said I Pete, said the, Pete, build, the other building. Pete, rapid for. rapid fire question: What do you hate more, the masks or Phil Murphy? Both, both. Okay, both, fair both, enough. Both, continue, both. continue. Both. <clears throat> so you're running on the free the mouth campaign for the homeowners association. Yeah, it, it has not been officially announced, and I'm not fully sure when the election is, or even if there is an election. <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, I, I I am removing the mask mandate in my building, one one unit at a time. I'm going. I'm beginning a door to door campaign quite soon. I would like the public to know that the Bagels and Locks podcast is pro mask and pro vaccine and anti COVID, despite what some of our uh, guests may say. But I'm interested in this homeowners and association thing. So, do you know who the current president is? What are your thoughts on him? What do you think the angle is to uh, to, to to beat him in the next homeowners election? Uh, I think he's a douchebag. Uh, I, I hear, I heard there's one woman on the board that bitches him around that this, and I'm not naming my maintenance guy source. Yeah, no, but, don't do that. But that is, that is my confidential source. Um, and, uh, I, I just know that he will not be a problem to take down because there is enough people that feel a similar sentiment and they are too scared to speak out. Because they live in fear of this homeowners association, and I am going to free them. All right, so uh, TD so- Politics taking down tyrants, ladies and gentlemen. Again, math, pro mass podcast, pro vaccine podcast. That's PD Politics. So we got one last guest, um, and and I want to apologize to this guest because he, he barged in before when um, we're, we're not talking trade. Don't worry, you're safe. It's he, gone. He he barged in before when. We were recording originally saying he got the good stuff. And Adam, I have to apologize to you. We had some technical difficulties, so all that got blurted out. Um, but Adam, Wait, what? all of it got blurted out. We had to start from scratch. Dude, you know me. Like, I, I'm someone who takes great pride in his bullshitting and his ability to rant. I mean, that Dave, is bullshit. I mean, Dave, I mean, Dave was just looking smiling because I just had a full six minute segment on a fucking homeowners association in Hoboken. Have- I'd like to think I'm one of the only few people in the world who record sports betting podcasts that can bring that out of no, somebody. Chase, you are a very good podcaster. I props you all the time. David sucks. And like I said, like I said earlier, and I've been... Well, you want me to introduce you first before you start talking uh, shit about yeah, my co-host? Fair, fair, uh, so this guy right here, um, he's never met a drink. He would never drink. He's never met a girl. He would never kiss. Uh, and he lives on a sixth floor walk-up. Take that for what it is. 
Uh, and fortunately, he also brought his mascot, who's here in a Moschino shirt. Mm. Moschino. Moschino. I'm not really sure what that means, but it, I, I'm assuming it's some type of MTV gelato. It's high bread. Um, this guy right here um, has never met a butt he would never kiss. He's never met a Richard Simmons outfit he would never wear. Uh, and he's never met a substance that he's not willing to try, uh, both vitamin and recreational. So credit to him there. Thank you very much. Uh, Adam Belzone and Jack Winograd, welcome to the Bagels and Locks podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Chase. Thank you, David. But as I said before, David, this podcast needs to be changed. Locks of Losers. That's the new name. Because you are fucking terrible well, somebody would say, at betting on football. Well, someone would say that locks are for losers. Like, for me personally, even though I'm a crowd no, I, no I don't get cream. I'm not a bagels and locks guy. I'm a, I'm a plain bagel with butter and a Nesquake guy. Anyways, anyways, anyways. I have some big news today. I now. once actually had a I girl just... told me that I was a little autistic because of that audit. Oh, <laughs> autistic, really? Not artistic, autistic. Hold on, hold on. I want an update on the trade because I've heard rumors no, no, so the trade, the trade, the trade is being declined for everybody listening. Thank fucking God. Decline. I, I, but I, in, in <laughs> otherwise, in, in the race for the Komatsu, other fantasy news. I, I how I, dare you say her name on the airway? I, I swindled. I swindled. I swindled one of our. Well, you are a big swindler. Yeah, yeah. Well, we won't be talking about my job previously or currently. Whatever. You're the one who brought that up, not me. You told me the swindle. Tell us the swindle. Tell us the swindle. So we got, I got one of our active members in the fantasy league to drop a player that is currently a very high prospect. Who did you get to be dropped? Peter Kane is a very dumb fantasy You're player. Peter Kane, who earlier confessed to not knowing how to work the waiver wires. He was the HOA guy. And to be I, fair, neither does Jack. He didn't understand why I got the first priority. It's like, well, because my team sucks. I had the worst record. So Peter is so basically very... basically got on my part. Peter is a retard. And he whoa, 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 whoa. Apologize to our listeners. Look, I, I, I know I said somebody called Chase, me autistic. Chase, but... I'm on my second cup of... Woodford Reserve Look, 1. I, try to, 0. I try to stay as politically Lee correct Trist. as possible. It's hard, it's hard enough for me to do it. All right, all right. I apologize. Not a retard. Just, you know, a little Just sick in the head. It. He's a little sick in the head. <laughs> I was going to say, you say it one more time, we'll believe you, but continue. Regardless, he yeah, doesn't know how to work the waivers. He asked because he needed advice on who to pick up. I told him who to pick up. I don't know who it was. By the but, way, when this goes public, you're canceled officially. That's fine. It's about time. The person I got him to drop is a very valuable. Who was going to tell us the name? Or are you just no? Gonna... Because he is on. It's a waiver claim. It doesn't go through till November. Oh, I'm not one November seventh. And it may or may not be Kareem Hunt, but we will see when no the way. T. Kane happens on November seventh. No chase. You stay in this fucking room. <laughs> Peter, you make me sad. <laughs> anyways, you heard it here first on the anyways, pod. You heard, anyways, you heard me sad. <laughs> anyways, in regards to Sunday, since we're talking about football, I have two picks for you. What? Peter, this is my time to shine. Please, go, go away. You said I make you sad. Yeah, because you're a disappointment to life. Give us, now, your, let picks. Me make Give us pick. your picks. Give us I your picks. I have two picks for you. Santola's a big loser. He's probably going to go 0 and 4 this week. I'll put a oh, fucking. Over 5, you jackass. Clearly, you don't even listen. We make 5 I don't. Picks. I don't. It's a 5 picker. He's going to go 0 for 5. It's a lock. You can, you can count that in. But my pick is two picks right here. You could count them, all right? 1, 2. The Dallas Cowboys. I don't even know what the line is, but you can put them I at it's in. 10 and a half against Denver. Ten and a half. I'd take it plus two points, to, so you get it plus on the favorites. I'd take a minus twelve and a half. Whoever they're playing, lock it in. Dallas Still Cowboys. Denver, but continue. That's an awful bet, or whatever. 
I love that David hates the bet. He's a fucking retard. <laughs> I said it for a third time. Oh my word. <laughs> hey, take it, take it with me right now. Take it with me for 30. Uh, what? Take it with me for 30. I, I will give that for, for those listening, that was a handshake made right here. You guys kicked off fucking Spotify. <clears throat> with the spit, so it's it's brotherly love. He well, you are a spitter. Yeah, iPad, yeah. So. yeah. And, and for the second pick, I love the trade that happened over the weekend. You could count it here. First, Von Miller on the Rams. Big game changer. L.A. Rams, take it to the house, whatever the points are. I don't give a fuck. L.A. Dallas, lock it in. All right, well, Adam, other than his grotesque defensiveness that may or may not get us kicked off the Spotify, I guess it was good to see you. Uh, Jack, I'm not even going to pretend to talk sports with you because it would be a waste of my time. That's why I talked to Homeowners Association uh, with Peter. So I'm going to ask you this. It was a big topic at dinner. Um, How's Jess Winograd doing? Mm. Jess Winograd is doing amazing. So there's a lot of rumors that after years and years, there's no neck brace. Is this true? That's true, Chase. There is no neck brace at this time. Dave, just to be clear, when you went like this, were you saying cut it out or no neck brace? I I was saying um, I feel uncomfortable with this topic of conversation, but... I'm just asking how a sister is. Sure. Okay. So no, no problem at all. Uh, Jessica Winograd. You had a sister, I'd ask. No, no, I know no, I'm not that. no neck brace at this time. Okay, she is thriving well at UF University of Florida. Thank you, Chase. Go That's Gators! A gator chomp. That's a Gator Chomp, right yeah, there. Yeah, I realize we're not a visual chomp. medium, but um, she's currently rallying for uh, raising funds. Um, for, you know... I'm glad that she's raising funds, because, you know, she goes to school in the South, and when you say rally in the South, it's not always great. No, Dave knows what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jack, plug it, though. She's, what can we, no, how she, can we help Jess Winograd raise funds for whatever she's raising funds yes, for? Yes, it's a great way to it? plug it. To all our listeners. She's, way to salvage she, us. She's she's raising funds for a great cause. I implore everyone... Are you going to tell us what the cause is? Got, how do we donate? <laughs> you can donate by Venmoing Jess... <laughs> Jess... Dash... Winograd. Are you going to say the cause? It is FTK, like they do at Penn State. For the kids. FTK for the is kids. Is she dance marathoning? She is marathoning her ass How off. many hours is it? Because every school is different. You know what? I don't know how many hours. Because like some schools like Delaware, there's like 12 hours. Thon is 46, which is crazy. I actually, and this is going to be a shock to you guys because you know me and you know my habits. I actually stayed on my feet for 26 hours straight for dance marathon. Holy shit. The one exception when it's funny, you say, holy shit. I had to take a shit and I fell asleep for like a half hour. Um, But that, I think I get a mulligan because you guys know me. Dave, you yelled at me for taking a poop when I got here. If I got a poop, I got a poop. Hey, look, I think everyone deserves a mulligan in that situation. But I implore everyone to think about where their priorities lie and... Donate to the causes that they follow. You know, it doesn't have to be FDK. It can be anything. As long as you donate to whatever cause that you... What if I donate to MJF? If you donate to MJF, as long as he's got a good cause behind him, I respect that. Yeah. Big match coming up for our MJF at full gear. Big match coming up. For those who don't know, MJF is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Friedman, dude, come on, you gotta give his wrestling name. Maxwell Jacob Friedman, formerly known as Maxwell Jacob Feinstein. Well, still known, I mean, it's his legal name. Hey, he's known across the board by many names, but wherever you know him, you know him as MJF, and he is the guy. In AEW, he is the one. 
Big anyway. match against Darby Allen next week. What's the line? I don't honestly. Normally, I have some pulse for who's going to win a wrestling match. These are like the two young, homegrown stars of this new company. Could go either way. Can but you I bet on wrestling? You can, but it's like very fugaz and offshore. I uh, think. If I had to guess, though, I like MJF with a handful of tights. I think if you're going to vote for somebody, if you're going to put some money behind someone, I think you got MJF. You know, you got you got him locked front and center. The kid has got the charisma. The kid has got the chops, and he knows what he's doing. Speaking of chops, how many did you take before? I took zero chops beforehand. That actually is true. I, I can confirm that. Jack and I had the classic Catch-22 where I, there's one bathroom in Dave's apartment where we're recording. I was taking a poop. He had to pee. Uh, so he peed in the cup and then handed me said cup um, to get rid of. And I'll ask you this, and then we'll wrap this up. Is pee ever not warm? On that note, this has been the Bagels and Locks podcast. We thank you all for listening this week, and uh, we enjoyed our guests, including Jack, who made an impassioned speech about um, you know raising money for his sister's charity that he couldn't really explain. Uh, we had a trade happen and then fall through, um, and you know we had a, a lot of inappropriate stuff in between. So um, we thank you all for listening. Good night.